The Recovery First Podcast is a podcast that helps highlight local initiatives in Greenville, South Carolina, as well within the national stage within the recovery communities. Here you will hear a wide range of topics surrounding addiction and recovery. Also from amazing advocates helping to make a difference within the recovery space. If you or a loved one are struggling with substance use disorder, please contact us today by calling 864-787-3798 or by visiting www.freedomrecoverycenterofgreenville.org. Now get ready for an exciting episode of the Recovery First Podcast with your host, Mike Todd. These are kind of like recovery shares. They're like, you know, 10 minutes long or so. So I'm not going to bore the heck out of you. But, you know, I, j- I want to talk about something that's been like um, really on my heart lately. And it's it, it's really something that, that I've been a part of for, for, for many years, really, is recovery housing and recovery services and especially around um, housing. And so I kind of want to talk about why it's so dear to my heart real quick. It's dear to my heart because in 1990, um, I was homeless and um, I was kind of living out of my car and here, there and everywhere. And um, I was going to recovery meetings and I had the opportunity to room uh, with these guys, uh, one guy in particular, um, I, to make it, to, to make a long story short, I landed in a safe, um, condominium at the beach surrounded by people that, um, cared about my best interest. It was a safe place. Everybody was in recovery. We kept the place clean. We pitched in and paid our part. That taught me so much about responsibility. Um, and I, I just want to say this that had I not, and I say this a lot, had I not ended up in that place, um, I don't think that I would be here today. So I want to talk about something. Um, I want to talk about recovery housing. Recovery residences, sober living, whatever we want to call it. I want to talk about abuse in that sector. Um, I want to make it perfectly clear. Um, and I want to talk about my state in particular that there anyone can open a recovery house, recovery residence, uh, sober living. Anybody can rent a house, buy a house, um, pass out cards and start, uh, bringing this vulnerable, sick and vulnerable population in. Uh, with that said, with that said, um, when I started doing this in 2011, um, uh, started getting calls, of course, to place people, but I started also getting calls about different things that were going on throughout our state in this particular sector. Um, I have heard of everything from patient brokering to uh, uh, selling residents drugs. Um, I have heard of everything from little shady IOPs to 
Uh, that's intensive outpatient treatment. Uh, I've, I, I mean, insurance fraud. Um, many, many, many things that I've heard. Uh, uh, you know, people getting uh, physically abused and so forth. Lately, I want to say this: this is pretty much boiled over, and and I want to I want to tell you what this is boiled over into. There is obviously an issue in this state and in this country with human trafficking and sex trafficking. And I believe that this is a very, very vulnerable situation. That we have these unregulated, uncertified, un, there's no oversight. And we have a very sick and vulnerable population coming out of detoxes, treatment centers, the, whatever, wherever, wherever they come from. And so... Lately, I would say in the past less than a year, I am hearing more and more about sexual abuse, um, labor abuse. Um, I want to make this perfectly clear. We often think about, you know, uh, 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 human trafficking being, you know, sexual. No, human trafficking can, can go with, I'll give you an example. Um, I have a program over here. Uh, we bring people in from detox. We, we, we obviously work with a very, very vulnerable, sick population, you know, and they come in and I say, well, in order for you to stay here, you got to go to my house and put a roof on the place or you've got to, you know, wash my wife's car or you got to, in other words, you've got to trade labor for housing. Let me tell you something. That is a form of human trafficking. But more and more, I'm hearing that people are being abused, exploited, sexually abused. Vulnerable women are being taken out of programs um, uh, and uh, um, coerced into things that we don't even want to talk about. And the point I'm trying to make is I'm just going to tell you these people deserve a chance. They deserve a chance at recovery. They deserve a chance at to live in a safe, clean place without the threat of sexual abuse and labor abuse and every abuse that comes along with this. And I'm going to say this to my friends in recovery, and this may piss you off, but if you're hearing about this, and you're just talking about it, and you're not trying to take action, and you're not trying to get a hold of the proper authorities when you hear about this, and you're not looking into this, then you're part of the problem too. And so I'm really grateful that at some point I understand that we've talked about this for years. We've been on and on about this for years. We know that it's going on, but I'm going to tell you something. It is time for this to change. It's time for us to take action. And how do we do that? We do something. I want to say that again. We do something. And whether it's right, and, and we can sit and think about it and try to plan about it. And it, it, doing something does not have to be perfect. In 2011, I, I started with four guys and I just brought them in. And I didn't know what the heck I was doing. And I made a lot of mistakes. And, and I had a lot of sleepless nights. 
And it took a long time to get where we're at now. The point is, is we do something. And what do we do? One of the things that I mostly hear about is, Mike, there's nowhere to report this. And that these people have nowhere to report this. Because a lot of times they are not going to pick up the phone and call law enforcement. They are afraid. And so, you know, we are going to start an 800 number. An 800 abuse hotline that these people can in, that are in early in recovery can pick up the phone and call people, just random folks that care about this issue, that they can pick up the phone and they can call someone else in recovery and have an advocate. And so if they say that I'm being sexually exploited or I'm being labor exploited, that we can, as their advocates, get to the proper authorities and help them feel better about talking about this because that's part of the problem. They feel like third-class citizens. Um, society has this attitude that, well, you know what? They should be happy that they have a roof over their head. No, absolutely not. That's not what. That's not the way it works. Every human being has the right to live in a safe, clean environment that they can grow in their recovery and that they can grow, period. And so I just want to say this to the folks that are helping out with this. I'm so proud of this. Um, I know it's not going to be perfect. Um, I know it's going to be just by the seat of our pants for a little while. Um, But I think the more that we begin to reach out to the community, that we make um, connections with law enforcement, sheriffs, code enforcement, um, uh, even um, uh, recovery coaches. Um, someone even even made the, made the uh, suggestion to connect with even bring social workers in. Listen, we've just got to start somewhere. Um, the 800 number has been set up. Um, we're going to do this. It's not going to be perfect, but we are, we are going to stop talking about this. We're going to stop being angry about it, and we're going to stop start taking action and to protect this vulnerable uh, society, a vulnerable population um, that needs a safe place to recover, a safe place to recover. So that's my that's my rant. I appreciate anybody who listens to this. Um, if you want to get involved with this, just inbox me or you can call me if you've got some questions about it. How's it going to work? And I'm probably going to tell you, I don't, I, you know, like I said, um, it's just starting. So if you're concerned about this, if it's something that bothers you, if it's, if it's something that um, uh, you feel like you want to do something about, um, I'd love to hear from you.